Good habits formed at youth make all the difference. That's a quote by the famous Greek philosopher Aristotle. I want you to remember that as you listen to this week's episode, since Rachel and I chat about the importance of making small, incremental, better choices. Rachel is the winner of the Thrive Zip Challenge, which is a 21-day challenge focused on improving an aspect of well-being. The Thrive Zip app was created by Thrive Global, a behavior change technology firm founded by Ariana Huffington that focuses on reducing burnout in the workplace. Habit formation and decision-making is incredibly interesting, and I think a lot of people are under the impression that it's so much harder to form a good habit than it is to break a bad one. But at the end of the day, forming a good habit is the same thing as forming a bad habit. Habits form in the same exact way. It's just a matter of whether or not you're implementing something that's going to be beneficial for you in the long term or if it won't be. I'm so excited to share our conversation and I'm very happy that I was able to sit down with Rachel to hear more about her experience using the Thrive Zip app and to really see how just making small choices every single day through the use of micro steps can really make a large and lasting impact on one's overall health and well-being. This episode is sponsored by Anchor and Strive Coffee. If you love coffee and you're looking to get a boost of energy and endorphins in the morning, you can use the code ENDORPHINS for 10% off of your coffee order. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, Rachel. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast this afternoon. I'm really excited to connect about Thrive and talk about the Thrive Zip Challenge and the importance of making better choices that are sustainable and really impactful in the long term. I'd love to get started by talking a little bit about what the Thrive Zip Challenge is. Thanks, Stella. Thanks for having me on. The Thrive Zip Challenge is a 21-day wellness challenge that's focused on better choices. It was uh, put out by Walmart and Sam's Club for their associates and their friends and family and customers to help them learn and see that they could improve their um, life by making small, better choices at a time. And so it can be a better choice around anything related to food, fitness, family, gratitude, sleep, or money. And all of those things add up to our really our overall well-being and how do how do we feel if we're financially stressed or we're um, not eating right or not getting enough sleep, then it impacts our life. And so I, um, it's something I love. I love the model. I think it's very useful for anyone. Yeah, definitely. And it seems like a 21 day challenge is very easy to accomplish. It's not like a two year challenge. It's really only three weeks. You're focusing on these smaller changes and maybe that makes you feel a bit more empowered to actually feel confident in making those small changes on a day-to-day basis. Yes, that's such a good point. 21 days, I think, can be so much less intimidating, right? You've 
probably heard a lot of people talk about the the whole 30 and it's, you know, 30 days of only eating these whole foods. And then it's a really big commitment. And at the end of the 30 days, everyone I know personally that has done it, they go back to, you know, like they've dropped 10 pounds in the 30 days and then they go back to whatever they were eating before um, because they haven't really changed their mindset behind what they're doing. It was more about, well, I'll do this for 30 days, um, but it wasn't sustainable. And so the the 21 days of any better choice really trained and changed my own mindset to celebrating and recognizing those small better choices are still a good thing. Like, for example, if it's like, well, your, your better choice was that you could have parked much closer to the door, but you decided to park at the back of the parking lot. No, I didn't go to the gym, but I still got more steps in and I can celebrate that better choice. Yeah, exactly. It's really in those really small changes where when they aggregate, they really add up to make a huge impact. And I know that you come from a uh, an exercise physiology background, uh, very well educated and passionate about fitness and nutrition. So I'm curious to learn a bit more about which area in the Thrive Zip Challenge that you focused on to make better choices. Yeah, like you said, I have a, I have a background in exercise science and I've always been really passionate and also interested in new ideas around how do we uh, as a community or as a population impact and influence our wellness and overall health. And I learned about the Thrive Zip Challenge and I thought this is this is really cool. This is amazing for other people. But is it and I, so I I thought I'll I'll tell everyone about it and I can share it with students and I can share it with my friends and family or members at the gym. And I was really curious as I kept talking about it with other people about the family aspect to it, because I'm married, I work full time, I have two young children. And I felt great about like, I'm exercising five or six days a week, and I pack my lunch, and I'm eating pretty healthy. Um, So I'll tell everyone else about this. But then I I realized, I need to make a change in my own life. I need to make time for my husband. I need to make time for my kids. I'm, they're growing up and I don't want to look back 20 years from now and think, where did the time go? I am missing birthdays. I'm not even, you know, it's like, oh, got to work today. Still going to take my daughter to take her on her birthday. And I decided I am going to really um, focus on my family for my 21 days. And this, the better choice, the small thing I decided I wanted to try was not answering work phone calls at home and not answering work emails at home. And so when I came home from work, I would take my phone and I would put it upstairs and I wouldn't look at it again until I went to bed. And even then I found myself not even wanting to come back to my phone after having this like screen addiction and um, you know constant connection to the world, I was able to see that I was appreciating the time with my kids more. I was more present in their lives. I was putting them to bed at night. And then my husband and I were going to sleep together at night then because we started doing life together and I slept better. I was sleeping more than I had slept in years. Um, Just having that routine and not having that constant uh, screen and outside connection to work. So it was that small choice that I, the next day then I would uh, go to the app and I clicked that better choice. I made a better family choice. I made better sleep choices too. And we started doing workouts together as a family. So those things really were adding up um, to big results and changing the relationship in my entire family. 
Yeah, you know, and I think that small choice that you made is so relevant, especially in the current times that we're living in with COVID, everything being virtual, working from home. It's really hard to find that boundary where you are devoting your time to work versus being in your space at home and actually utilizing that space as just home when now we're working from our home environment. So I think that's a great choice that you made to immediately just put your phone away after the workday was over so that you could really create that separation, the distinction between your work environment and then the environment in which you relax and prioritize your family and your children and your personal life. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I, so when COVID hit um, and the pandemic hit, it was about the time when I was um, finishing my first zip challenge. And so I've already gone through this, like, well, I'm, I'm making these small, better choices. And I didn't know at the time it was really transforming um, my brain and the way that I thought about things and did things. And I think it would have been so hard for me and such an emotional battle had I not started making those better choices around family before um, the pandemic really hit hard in our community and everything was shut down and we were totally um, locked down because we went eight weeks without really seeing anyone um, and it just being family time. And I was able to really have this mindset around treasuring that and enjoying all of that time. I felt more afraid of it ending in some ways because I now had shifted my mindset to being so family focused that I thought, well, when this is over, how am I ever going to go back to working full time again and go back to not just having all this time with my family? Where if I wouldn't have done the Thrive Zip Challenge beforehand, I don't know that I could have um, been in an emotionally good space. I don't know what would have happened, but I can just imagine like deep, dark depression and like, where is my value? Where is my worth? How do I define that? I work all the time and now I'm not working and all of my volunteer projects and all the things I do were gone. But I, I recognized then that I had um, a place and a role and a, a value and time to cherish with my family. Yeah. And something that I love about the, the Thrive Zip app is that, first of all, it's digital. So it's very accessible and it's a 21 day challenge. So it's not incredibly daunting. You feel like you can really tackle these goals and and really, you know, meet your aspirations. And, you know, I know that you did this challenge and you ultimately won a $15,000 cash prize, which is incredible. I'm curious to know how you logged in your daily goals and how you kind of kept yourself accountable to working on that family aspect of the different well-being challenges you could adopt in the app. Yeah. Yeah. So I did end up winning. There is winners every month. And I originally going into it, never thought in a million years that I would be one of the winners, let alone to be winning $15,000. But for me, and I've heard this from so many other friends and from um, Walmart employees and uh, team members there, that as you start doing it, you start looking, or I did at least, um, it's like, okay, I'm looking for that better choice. I'm looking for that better choice around family. And I, what I did is I, I deleted every app off my home screen. And I even uninstalled some that I knew were just time wasters. They were, I didn't want to look back and think, I spend an hour every day on social media 
or I missed those moments of enjoyment because I was looking at something on my phone. So I took everything off my home screen except the ThriveZip app. I had that there. And then if I would pull my phone out to look at it, that would be the first thing I saw. And it made me think, is this really a better choice? Am I pulling my phone out for a purpose or am I just like hanging out with my kids watching a movie and I'm not even being present because I'm getting on my phone? Um, One of the things that my husband and I started doing when at that time, because I wasn't on my phone, it was upstairs after work is every day we, if we like put our kids to bed and um, it might be our normal kind of relaxed time, we might watch a TV show. Instead of looking at our phones, we were playing um, a board game instead. So we, even if we were watching a movie or TV show that we like doing together, we kept this uh, game on the end table and between the sofa chairs and we would play a game while watching a movie so that we weren't looking at our phones. And it was really fun to have that connection and so much more valuable. Yeah, definitely. And I also really love how the small change also stemmed from just getting your phone in a separate room or a different area, like not on your person. And I think, you know, for college age students or recent graduates, our phones were glued to them. And especially with our classes now being virtual for the semester, we're always on our computers, we're always around technology. And it's really this double edged sword. And I think, you know, maybe college kids wouldn't necessarily, if they were to use the Thrive Zip app, they wouldn't necessarily prioritize like the family challenge because we're all at school. But there are definitely other ways to limit our social media and technology usage. And if we're able to do that, we can be more present in the moment with our friends and our peers on campus or off campus. So I think, you know, for you, putting your phone away allowed you to have more family time, more quality time with your husband and your children. Whereas young adults or college students, if they just put their phone in a separate room while having a friend over for dinner, it might really help bolster the quality of that interaction and um, and make it you know a more pleasurable experience spending time with your friend or whoever you're with. Yes, it made me really conscious of it too. If I, because I wouldn't have my phone around, And it's like, I don't want to, um, I don't ever want to pass judgment on my friends or my husband or, you know, the people we love. We don't want to be judging them. But as you go through your own mindset shift, and then now if I'm hanging out with friends um, and I'm talking to them and I see them like on their phone, kind of just like scrolling through Facebook or something, um, sometimes I'm like, be here with me. Just be here with me. Like, come on. What are you looking at? You know, you don't care if I'm close enough with them that I can say like, you know, you don't care about that. Yeah. Turn it off, put it in your bag. Um, You're not going to remember any of that. Like if we're sitting there and we're hanging out, um, maybe whether it is eating dinner or doing an arts and crafts type project together or going on a walk or whatever it is, um, having that mindset shift, knowing I've gone through it and then recognizing things. I don't think I would have ever noticed before. And that's the same thing when you're looking for those better choices and you start looking for um, the better option. Like maybe it's at a a restaurant and you're trying to think like, I like this and I like this, but this one's mm, probably a better choice. So then celebrating that I made the better choice, or maybe it's that you ordered the food that you really liked and you're just like craving a cheeseburger, but the better choice is that you're going to cut it in half and take the other half home for dinner so that you don't have it all in one setting and you have a better um, portion size. 
those are all great better choices and they add up and so that you aren't like being on a restrictive diet or feeling like you're failing just because you are having that chocolate craving or something. You can find a way to make it work. Exactly. And I was going to say, especially with the food better choices, if you make a better choice that's a bit smaller, you're not necessarily restricting the craving or the desire or whatever, because oftentimes if you restrict, then it can lead to an overindulgence. And then there's the cycle of guilt and shame, et cetera. So I love how these better choices are really small and really, really sustainable and achievable. And they can look, they can take form in so many different ways. And, you know, I'm wondering also when you were doing this challenge, did you find it easy to, to make those better changes on a smaller scale? I definitely think it was easier on a smaller scale. I will say like committing to putting my phone upstairs right after work and not looking at it again is in some ways a a much bigger scale for people. Like I might say like, give yourself a a better choice would be like no screens at the dinner table, give yourself like that 30 minute break or something. And then it will start adding up. But I kind of, for for myself, I needed that like hard stopping point of work and separation and separation from screens. Um, But those better choices, like week one were a little harder to look for. And then week two, it got easier. And I found, oh, I'm, I'm marking more and more. Now it's like, I'm instead of going to spin class alone, I'm going on a bike ride with my family. So I'm saying like, ooh, better fitness choice. Click the button. Ooh, better uh, uh, family time. Click the button. There was just so many options and opportunities then. And it, it became like a treasure hunt for better choices, looking for them throughout my day. Yeah. And it seems like it became kind of like more exciting for you to find the better choices, even after the completion of the challenge and winning, it seems like now you're, it's kind of more ingrained into your thought pattern to seek the better choices in a way that's fun and engaging instead of uh, something that's really laborious or daunting. Yes, that is so true. It is totally ingrained. And if I am struggling with one of the better choices for a week. Um, I don't feel I don't feel bad or I don't feel like I'm failing. I have a support system and community built around the Thrive Zip Challenge now. Um, and I connect with people from across the country on uh, our weekly support group like check-ins on Zoom. And it's um I love hearing like their better choice ideas and the things they've tried that week. And then I share, you know, if I am like okay, listen, friends, my sleep has been terrible this week. Like it's some accountability, but also like I've tried these better choices and I'm still struggling with sleep or what might be the things that you've tried. It's um, definitely ingrained and it's something that you never, you never have to feel like, oh, my challenge ended and now what? I just started a new 21 day challenge and I could focus on the same things or all of them. Um, But for me, I just am now looking for all any better choices. Yeah. And I I love how the Thrive Zip Challenge and really Thrive as a company as a whole really understands how holistic health and wellness is. It extends so far beyond just nutrition and exercise. Mental health is incredibly important and it stems into your family and your relationships and your, the choices at the end of the day that you make. 
And I, I think it's really great that you focused on the family aspect because, you know, as an exercise physiologist in training, someone who's really passionate about health and nutrition and wellness, you were able to also broaden your perspective about what it means to live a balanced life and make better choices and really support your own well-being. Yes, that is very accurate, Stella. I definitely, it's something I've always had a lot of passion around around exercise science and really understanding how does, what type of exercise and how much exercise will um, prevent disease and how much will affect blood sugar or diabetes or cholesterol or bone density and um, understanding that exercise is medicine, but exercise in and by itself is not the full answer because I, one thing I saw and learned from doing the challenge myself and then with the timing of the pandemic was that you had a, a couple scenarios for people. There was people who said, whether they knew this or not, the mental, the mindset of, I go to the gym three days a week or I go to the gym five days a week, but I, I take care of myself. I'm, I'm there at the gym because I and taking care of myself. I am doing good for myself. I enjoy the exercise, but ultimately that they're doing what they need to for their health because they value themselves, that they know this is valuable compared to the other side of it was that I saw there were people that said, oh, I go to, I do spin class Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or I do water aerobics five days a week. And when that got taken away with gyms being shut down across the country, they didn't continue exercising. And that was really difficult. And I heard that so much. I saw it in the news. I saw it in my own community. I saw it in forums, people not knowing, you know, I'm depressed. I miss my people. I miss my exercise class. I'm not moving. I'm not doing anything and not having the mindset around. Well, I take care of myself. It was, I go to this class because I was told to do it or because I know like I should do this. My doctor said I need to work out three days a week and working with the thrives of challenge and really understanding um, what it did in my own life. I was really excited to be able to share that with other people so that they could also change their own mindset um, to see, okay, it's, it's not about going to be a runner or going to be a cyclist or going to do that thing, it's that you're making good choices around fitness, around food, around family, and all of those things contribute to your overall well-being. Yeah. And I think this is a great segue also to talk a little bit more about now your role at Thrive, managing and leading the, the Zip Challenge. And I think that's so great because first of all, you won the challenge. You were really and inspired by all of the the great benefits it rewarded you and wanting to spread that joy to other people it's kind of like this infectious contagious energy of wanting to help others feel empowered to take a hold of their own well-being yeah yeah that's kind of it's kind of a wild um journey where everything's coalesced with my own passions and my own personal experience of going through the challenge and then working with the ThriveZip team um, to help drive some pilot programs and really just help drive that uh, people-to-people relationship um, 
portion of it. So it's a big belief knowing and understanding that people follow people. They're inspired by their stories. And we've had the Thrive Step Challenge has impacted so many people across the country. And that the the part of the project that I work on is helping those individuals recognize their own transformation and then share that story with other um, associates and family and friends and customers at, at Walmart and at Sam's Club. Because this because the Thrives of Challenge is available to anyone in the country, um, it it can impact so many lives. And it's it's really just getting that out there and helping um, the people that have been impacted be able to to share that and share their journey with others. Yeah, and it also really shows the power of community. When you're in a community that's working towards very similar goals, I think that helps you to feel more inspired and motivated to hold yourself accountable with whatever micro step, I know as Thrive calls it, you know, micro steps or small changes that you can make on a day-to-day basis just to make you 5% happier that day or feel 5% more confident in your ability to get something done, whether you're a college student and you're studying for an exam or you're stressed about uh, whatever it may be, anything in life, if you can just find those small changes and feel supported by a network, a community to hold yourself accountable and stay consistent. I think that's also a big part of it too, the consistency of the behavior as well to make that larger impact and and longer-term change. Yes, you're exactly right. So it is, it takes a minimum of 16 days up to 66 days to build that new pathway in our brains. The Thrives of Challenge is 21 days. So making those better choices over the 21 days is what's building that pathway in our, in our brain to say that I, I make good choices around sleep or I make good choices around food and feeling good about that. Um, think that's really important to call out. Yeah. And now that you've completed that initial 21 day challenge, it seems like you're still going strong at it. And uh, you're, it seems like you're still working towards other challenges or trying to implement this change of mindset into your day-to-day life. Now, do you have any other major takeaways you feel like you've gained from doing the Thrive Zip Challenge? Well, one of my favorite things right now in the app, um, if for anyone listening, if you have not downloaded the Thrive Zip app yet, download it so you won't know what we're talking about. Um, but you'll see when you sign up as a new user and you join, the app actually will prompt you and give you better choice ideas. And one of the big takeaways and things I I had not recognized was how much gratitude shapes our mindset. And I think we can think of people in our life that we have interacted with. And you think of those people, it's like, they're always happy. They're always smiling. Even when like their cars are broken down, they have a flat tire or whatever it is, they are going through something and they're just like, oh, going along with it and happy. And you think like, that's great. I, I want to be like that. And then there's the people that could be experiencing the same thing, but it's gloom and doom and everything's awful. And it's like that mindset around it. So the app actually prompts you and gives you some better choices to try. Specifically in gratitude, I find I found those really helpful. And that's something I'm focusing on right now is practicing gratitude. 
um, starting my day with writing down something I have gratitude for. Um, and I think that's great, whether it's like having gratitude for a job, having gratitude for an income, having gratitude for um, a house or for uh, having your health, having gratitude for, hey, I'm I'm healthy and I'm, I'm not in a hospital or dealing with something. It changes our mindset for our day. And I learned this um, somewhat from other Zip Challenge participants. One of the participants coming to our weekly check-in support times, he had said, well, I've been practicing the gratitude on the app. It said, when you're brushing your teeth, say three things you're grateful for or think, think them to yourself. And I started doing that every morning. And he said, when I got home from work, I, I would normally be exhausted. And I would normally might not have a lot of patience for my kids. I might be snapping at them. I might be short-tempered. And I was starting my day every day saying, I'm grateful for my family, grateful for my kids. And they were always the top of my list. And it, I realized when I would come home from work, those times that I'd normally be snapping at them or um, not have patience, I had more patience. I was able to you know, use kind words and um, not feel so exhausted emotionally and drained, but, but ready to engage with them happily. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought up that point about gratitude really shifting your mindset. I'm kind of like perplexed by the concept of gratitude. There's also these different types of meditations, gratitude-focused meditations, gratitude-focused mindfulness meditation that really focuses on thinking about the things you're really grateful for and that you feel lucky to have had experienced in your life. And I mean, I love how you start the morning with some gratitude exercises because I I used to use this like gratitude jar where at the end of every day, I would jot down something I was really grateful for that happened in the day or like a highlight of the day. And it really like, it's in those small moments, they add up and then you look at the jar that's full and you realize all the positives that occur, even the tiniest wins greatly outweigh the negatives, no matter how impactful that negative moment or experience might've been. There's this one question that I ask every single episode guest that comes on to my podcast, what is something that brings you endorphins every day? Well, since practicing gratitude um, and practicing family time with the challenge, I think the biggest pull of endorphins for me are the moments of um, like close connections with my kids. Thank you again for sharing your story and coming on to the podcast today, Rachel. Thank you for having me, Stella. I'm so excited to hear back from you and hear how your own journey goes with the ThriveZip app and how you feel at the end of your challenge.